This season of The Wedding Digest is brought to you by Wedbooker, the only place to find and book your dream wedding venue and suppliers online. Go to wedbooker.com. Hello, welcome to another episode of The Wedding Digest. I'm Lucia, presenter and producer, and joining me as always is Ali, wedding planner and events guru. Hello. Well, we are super excited for you guys to hear this episode. Now, if you're a fan of the Batchy franchise, then you will be familiar with the beautiful and vibrant Tara Pavlovic. Now, Tara was on Maddie J's season of The Bachelor 2018 when she quickly became a fan favorite thanks to her hilarious, honest and unfiltered commentary before then going on to star in Bachelor in Paradise. And there is no question that the natural beauty and self-confessed bogan has amassed a large following of fans (laughs) so invested in her journey towards finding love. And it turns out she actually didn't need a reality TV show to find her happily ever after. Her true love was someone she'd known for over a decade, Nick Shepardson. Yes, that's what I love about this story so much. Now, while Tara finally has her fairy tale ending, the wedding planning journey has been far from that. The couple were forced to postpone their April wedding to September as a result of COVID-19 and so many brides can relate. But with her second wedding date now looming and Corona not going anywhere, there is still some uncertainty for the couple. Yeah, and as always, Tara is completely honest, open and raw during our chat. We really hope you enjoy this as much as we did. Tara, thank you so much for joining us on the Wedding Digest podcast. It's really exciting to have you on here. Oh, thank you for having me. Now, we know and we were talking about this um, before we uh, started the interview, but we we know your wedding planning and your wedding journey has been quite an emotional ride for you so far with obviously COVID disrupting your initial plans. So we will get into that. But first of all, we really want to talk about you and your love story, which many of us have been following since you won our hearts in Maddie J's season of The Bachelor, which was, <laughs> wow, three years ago now. But it turns out that the love of your life was actually someone that was right in front of you the whole time. He was. So um, I met Nick when I was on the Gold Coast in 2007 for schoolies. <laughs> oh, my God, I love that. <laughs> schoolies um, love. We had a sneaky schoolies passion <laughs> um, <laughs> at a bar. We kind of stayed in touch over the years. There was always, you know, like a bit of a crush there, but I was living in Sydney and he was on the Gold Coast, so nothing ever kind of came from it, but we still came in, stayed in contact for that amount of time. Um, but mm. then when I moved up here, it kind of happened. Timing was right. That is such a cute story. So when you moved back up to the Gold Coast, you obviously already had such a strong friendship. How did that develop into? a romantic relationship? I don't think we'd ever been single at the same time. So mm. as much as we always kind of wondered what it would be like to be together, it we never had the chance to be together. And then we both became single and we just jumped on it straight away. And he was like, come to my house for drinks <laughs> and cheeseburgers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we just were together ever since. I've been in relationships um, before and you know, I had a partner for like five years when I was a bit younger and um, I loved him a lot and it was great. But, you know, there's always that one person that you just still have at the back of your mind that you never forget about. Yeah. And I, yeah. yeah and I always used to think like, 
I wonder who's going to come along and Nick's just going to vanish and I'm not even going to remember who he is. Like, who is that guy going to be? And it was him. <laughs> it was him. <laughs> so it was only like a year after you started dating that Nick proposed. So can you describe that magical moment? Um, yes. So it was just before I got my knee reconstruction last year and he goes, let's just book a weekend in Byron. I'm going to book us a beautiful place and let's just make the most of your last weekend walking. And I was like, great, great idea because I'm going to be stuck on the couch for like a long, long time. But on the way up, he was really like, like holding my hand and super happy and he's not usually that nice. <laughs> <laughs> he was just really nice. I'm like, what? Why are you so nice today? <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> what is going on? And then we we got there and he's like, go up and get ready. We've got dinner booked. We've still got like 40 minutes and then we'll go. And so I went upstairs and just no idea. And apparently he was just down downstairs sculling beers and pacing around. Like I'm like, I've never seen someone drink so <laughs> Like five five cans were dra- like drunk within like five minutes. Um, <laughs> and um, he's like, are you ready, babe? And I was like, I'm on the toilet. And just, you know, like, I'm just sitting there, just taking my time, sitting on the toilet on Instagram as you do. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, hurry up, come down. And then I went downstairs and he's like, oh, babe. And just like walked up to me and just started like, getting down on a knee and I was like what and I was like well, oh oh my god oh my god and he's like I love you so much you're just the love of my life I never want to lose you will you marry me and I just I forgot to say yes I just started screaming and crying <laughs> um, I, like, ah! I grabbed him and like pulled him to the floor and I just couldn't cope with my emotions <laughs> not that I ever can <laughs> but like next level and he's like, so will you? And I was like, yes. Oh, I love that. I just love that it was it was meant to be for you guys too. So so as we said, that was September. And then it all, I guess, happened really quickly for you guys. You were set to tie the knot in April, which is a pretty quick turnaround in planning a wedding. But like so many couples, uh, COVID-19 hit and obviously oh. had other ideas for 2020, which no one ever expected. No. Um, so then you were forced to postpone your wedding to end of September. So can you just talk us through that period? How challenging and emotional was that time? And I guess is this time because there's still obviously COVID hanging around. So how have you guys found it? Oh, it's it's been an absolute nightmare. So we got my hens in and the bucks in, which was great. Um, we went to Sydney for that. Um, it was literally maybe two weeks before everything turned to shit. Um, yeah. When I, I didn't think I'd have to cancel it, like when COVID started, like, you know, elsewhere, I was like, haha, like, whatever, like, as if it's that bad. You know, you don't think it, you know, yeah. no one thought it was that bad. No one, no yeah, one, everyone. what it was. It kind of just start, started to get a bit real. And I just, I said, Nick, it's getting worse. Like, he's like, we're not, he said, well, we first cancelled our honeymoon. That was the first thing that went. So we, we were booked to go to America, Hawaii, like Vegas. Um, you know, we had tickets for, you know, a fight over there and everything. We just had to sell the tickets and just cancel all that. And then so we yeah. were like, okay, well, at least we can mm. have the wedding. And then that was the next thing to go. And I just thought, like, if we just call it now before everything gets cancelled, 
um, and we're going to lockdown, at least we will have more flexibility with dates in the future because once everyone has to cancel, they're going to get all the dates that we could potentially have in the future. So we made the call about, I reckon we were a week off before lockdown and um, I made the call. I said, look, we need to cancel. My family can't come. Um, my, you know, th- this this isn't ideal. Let's just book it for later. Because your family's it. all in Sydney. Yeah. So I grew up on the central coast. Um, so I've got all my family on the central coast and then my dad's in Sydney, like um, in Mossman. And then I've got Sydney uh, family in the Shire because I used to live there as well. So that's where my family is. So it's a huge area of Sydney as well. If they were all based on the central coast, maybe that would have been kind of okay, but that's just not the case. So you made the call early, which was really smart and you were able to lock in another date end of September. So at that, at that point, were you feeling like, you know, less emotional, but more, um, let's just do the smart thing and just push it back and that's the safe thing? Or was it still quite an emotional decision to make for you? Oh, I cried for like three days. It was so emotional. (laughs) I was like, I was just gutted. Like I put so much effort and work into it. We had Mm. stuff that was already paid for, like our personalized stubby coolers for the guests with a date on it. So we ended up on the date just putting the stubby coolers. We live in like um, our our. Um, apartment is above like a shopping complex here. So we put the stubby coolers in a box downstairs and we wrote, hi, it's our wedding day. Um, please take one of these and have a drink and have a drink for us. And people oh. just ran and shopping, oh. took the stubby coolers home. <laughs> that is such a great idea. <laughs> I know. Um, so it was kind of nice. And we just had, we got so drunk at our house that day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, you would. <laughs> we were blind. <laughs> <laughs> You've um, got to celebrate it. Yeah. <laughs> when you did decide to postpone, were you able to secure all your venues and your suppliers? And I guess, have you gone for new stubby coolers? Did you get all the same elements again? Was that challenging? Yeah. So um, everyone was really happy for us to move the dates and luckily everything worked out. So firstly, I did um, August the 8th and I sent the message to everyone and confirmed with all of my suppliers and everything. And then my cousin wrote back and wrote, that's our wedding date. And I said, oh, no. Then I had to go back and change another date. Like, but I, I was like, I'm not even sure if I'm going to get to the wedding date because I think I'm going to have a mental breakdown and end up in some Aww. kind of institution. Um, <laughs> well, it's lucky you didn't uh, go for August eight because it wouldn't have happened at this at this rate. Yeah, I know, I know. So then I changed the date again to the end of September, and um, that was all fine. That was all good. I did re- recently reorder the stubby coolers um, with the yeah. date on them. <laughs> so good. I've done like coasters as well with people's names on them. Just change the color sch- the color scheme, scheme, scheme. I don't know how to say that word. The colors. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you change the colors? What was behind so, so it was originally like a dusty pink and white based um, and a bit of touch of rose gold. It was more of a um, uh, autumn colours, but now I've gone yeah. for spring. So I've gone more like pastels and brighter and I'm just trying to brighten it up and make it more alive. So I'm. it was just, do you know why? It was because I wasn't excited about the second wedding because I'd been through so much and COVID's still here. And mm. Um, it's so hard when once you let down that much, you have your guard completely up. So it's hard to get in the moment and enjoy it because there's a high chance I'm going to be let down again 
which I'm finding mm. as we get closer. Now the borders are closed again. I don't know if my family can come. I don't know if the wedding's actually going to happen still. So how do I be excited about the wedding when I don't actually know if it's going to happen and I've already gone through all of that emotion again? I don't want to feel that again. Yeah, mm. 100%. Because it is a little bit of an uncertain time still um, with Queensland having shut their borders. Although at this point in time, as we're recording this, it seems like New South Wales, while we do have a few cases, it's relatively under control. It has suddenly hasn't spiraled out of control like Victoria. But as you say, the issue is that the borders are still closed to Queensland and a huge number of your guests and more importantly, like most importantly, your family are supposed to be crossing that border to get to your wedding in six weeks time. Has the reality of this hit you yet? And have, I guess, you thought about potentially a plan C? We do have another plan. The thing is that, uh, you know, with COVID, so we've just been dealing with every hit as it comes and then planning around it. So, you know, when when the border was just closed to Greater Sydney, um, I've got family out of the border. So, say I've got an uncle who lives in Kingscliff, which is in New South Wales. So, my mum could have easily stayed there for two weeks and then come to the wedding and, and just yeah. prove that she was yeah. out of a hotspot. Whereas now, it's changed again. So, I just feel like every time something changes, you adapt and then you just get hit down again. So, So it's like, okay, you come to terms with it and then bang, come to terms Mm. with the next thing, bang. And you just completely, it's just one letdown after the other. And so I've gotten to the point where I'm like, I'm just ignoring everything until I'm going to reevaluate at the end of the month when Anastasia looks looks at it all again and decides what she wants to do with the borders. You know, I'm hoping it improves. I feel like with the first border closures it improved pretty quick and yeah, it did. Down pretty quick I, I'm just gonna wait but if if my family and friends can't make it we're just going to elope yeah, yeah. and is that just you and, and Nick we, we will have um see my maid of honors in Sydney too so she can't even come which oh, babe yeah like, my maid of honor and my dad are the like and oh, my mum and brother and stepdad and nana actually everyone <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> um it just like upsets me so much the idea of having a wedding and they're not there especially yeah. my dad like who's gonna give me away like who's yeah. gonna yeah. give me away like n- no one you know I like I'm losing my my name and my dad can't even be there to with me to lose his name like that's sad He's like, well, I'll just come and quarantine um, out of the Gold Coast. And I was like, Dad, you can't. You have to go into a hotel by yourself for two weeks straight at your own expense. It's a lot to ask, isn't it? If worst case scenario and you and Nick eloped, what does that look like? Okay, so it would be just for my bridesmaids and for his groomsmen there, a celebrant, the musician we got to do the the ceremony and the flower girls and the page boys because mm-hmm. they would just be so sad if they didn't get to wear their outfits. <laughs> Maybe yeah. not the page boys, but the flower girls would be devastated. Um, so just us and then just having a real private ceremony, hopefully where we booked in, if I can make that happen, um, depending on their cancellation policy and stuff because we wouldn't be there the whole day. So I have to just make calls about that. But um and just having like a little private ceremony there with no parents or anything, just 
those people as our witnesses and yeah and then we'll probably have a party somewhere you could even have a huge party you know in six months time with everyone you know a second wedding after you've eloped and sort of redo the wedding with all your friends and family and look at an excuse to wear a second dress as well (laughs) yeah yeah we could do that then we were thinking about we were thinking about doing like a maybe vow renewal the year after or something like that yeah just yeah that's what our plan was the idea of having to postpone again is just not an option no no way I I suffer from anxiety my anxieties I haven't really been coping at all um with the unknown like anxiety comes from a fear of not knowing and and everything right now has been up in the air and it's just been one change after the other and I can't emotionally cope with it. Like I know a lot of people could, but personally it's just too much for me just yeah, not it's knowing. A lot. Even a like, wedding uh, itself is a lot, let alone yeah. chucking COVID mm. on top of that. I was talking to my um, psychologist and he said, you know, he goes, the one thing that I can recommend to anyone right now is to not make plans in the future. He said, your anxiety will be hugely stemming from your wedding and, and that, that fear of being let down like you were in the first place, that's going to really, you know, it's not good for you. It's not good for anyone. Mm. He's, he, he said he's had so many brides every week coming in to talk to him. People yeah. that don't even suffer from anxiety are feeling anxious because because of this. Like he, he's had people cancel for, you know, a third time and they're just nervous wrecks. Yeah, mm. understandably. Well, we've got everything crossed for you. As you say, you, there's still six weeks away until you're scheduled wedding and so much can happen in that time and, and you know, things are looking quite positive. Touch wood right now as we're recording in places like New South Wales and, and obviously the cases are dropping in Melbourne. So we've got everything crossed for you that things go ahead as planned in six Thank weeks' time. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> are you looking for your wedding venue and suppliers? Do you want to have all your wedmen in one place? Need some convenient support from Ali, our wedding planning expert? Well, Wedbooker is your go-to, the only place to plan and book your wedding online. Visit wedbooker.com. All right, so then let's put COVID completely aside. Yeah. <laughs> and let's talk about how do you actually find the wedding planning process before all of this started? I know earlier you said you were so excited for the first wedding and you seem to really enjoy the process. Did you enlist the help of a planner or a stylist? Like what was the process like for you pre-COVID? It was actually really good because I just had my knee surgery. So I was on the couch with my laptop like 24 hours a day oh, and I had perfect. so much time. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder you turned it around so quickly after September. I know. So yeah, because we're, you know, I'm 30, Nick's 32. We really do want to have a family soon. So we didn't really just want to wait. And we really just want to, he, it's important to him that we're married before we start a family. So we wanted to just get ahead and do it. Um, so I found it really fun. It's, it's, it is very tedious. Um, mm. But I feel like I'm lucky to have so many people who I know who are older than me who can help and um, like my sisters and stuff. They've been a massive help. And I know what, I want like I'm a bit of a creative person too and I'm not one to follow any trends so it was more like this is what I want I don't I'm not going to I'm not going to look at what anyone else is doing this is what I want I want this color I want this arrangement I want glitter I want lights I want, I want <laughs> <laughs> what glitter are we talking like glitter guns like what what have yeah, you got I just said to I said to um to the florist I just I said I just 
put glitter in the flowers. Just I want everything to shine. Oh God, I want it to be like a fairy tale. It's I was like, I just want it to be that fairy tale that I imagine, like just so over the top. <laughs> and then food. We went to the to the venue. So the venue first was it's where Nick grew up and it was really um, important to his dad, this bridge that is near the venue. And, um, and so it was really special to Nick and Nick's dad's passed away. So we wanted to really have something that um, would reflect his dad as well, even though he's not there. And then they had this open day and they had these these catering companies and food to us, like, our relationship is pretty much like eating. Um, <laughs> so food was great. Like I just found it so much fun to just taste different things and and like I didn't look at anything as a chore. It was just all like a fun adventure. Yeah, then we decided on the food together and then based it around what we love pretty much. Yeah. That's the best thing yeah. to do because then the, I feel like the wedding is just going to be so you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it, I didn't I didn't think of what people would think is right and wrong or what other people would like. It's literally what we want. Um, I love that so much. Yeah. So I, I so it was pretty easy in that sense because I think some people get overwhelmed with thinking about a perfect wedding. Like what 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 would everyone else see as a perfect wedding? What's gonna blow people away? But it's like no, just blow yourself away. Let's talk more about your your dream wedding venue then. What was it that made you make that decision? And, I mean, can you reveal where the venue is? Well, it's in Corumban Valley. Um, Beautiful. Which is like um, quite a rural area on the Gold Coast, maybe 20 minutes from the beach. Um, but my sister actually got married at this place. And I remember it was called something else when she got married there and I loved it when I went there. And then I, I was Googling wedding venues um, in the Corumban Valley because that's where Nick grew up and um, he he suggested that and I thought, yeah, I, I love it out there too. It's amazing. It's such a beautiful place. And so I looked and then I found this venue and I was like, oh, my gosh, that's that same place. I would love to get married there. And then they, we looked at the dates and literally it was the day after I made an appointment and we left Byron on our holiday and we drove back to Corumban Valley, mm-hmm. had a meeting, locked in a date and drove back to our holiday. So it was like that's that same weekend. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. You are good at making decisions. I am. I'm very like I just make a decision and I go with it. I'm not. I just go. Yep, yeah, that's done. That's us. So good. That's like that's like dream bride. You must have just found it so easy just to tick things off. Was that yeah. same same experience um, for you? And was it that easy to find the wedding dress? I know you shared on Insta that you've already picked up your wedding dress, which is so exciting. Did you know exactly what you wanted or did you surprise yourself? Yep. So um, we went to Babushka Ballerina, which is a wedding dress um, place in Brisbane. There's also one in Sydney. They have beautiful stuff. And I walked in and I pointed to a dress and I said, that is my wedding dress. And then everyone's like, no, just get a few more, get a few more. And the one that I picked, I tried on for the first time and then I tried on the rest and we went, no, it's that one. It's that one. It's the first one that you picked, the first one you tried on. Literally the first dress I put on is my wedding dress. It fit me perfectly. Oh, my God, I love that. That That is such a dream. I just I feel like, you know, people want more, more, more. And, and, and even though something's amazing, people want even better, better, better. Whereas I'm like, if it's not broken, why fix it? If you feel like mm. 
so beautiful in something and something's amazing. Why look for something better? Yeah, yeah. totally. So you mentioned before that you really wanted to be like a fairy tale and you were going to, you're having glitter and your flowers and stuff. So is that <laughs> kind of the same sort of style you're going for with your wedding dress? Like, is it quite that fairy tale princess sort of style or is it something yeah. more, more simple? It's not simple. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not simple. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing simple. <laughs> My shoes are simple, but I don't care about those. I don't care about shoes. So they're simple. They're just from like Linda Smith. But um, the dress covers them, so it doesn't even matter. It doesn't um, matter. They're just going to be comfortable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, no, it's it's very, it's very hello. <laughs> it's very look at me. Oh, <laughs> I yes. I cannot wait to see it. I'm all about the look at me vibes. <laughs> yeah. Can you reveal so who your dress designer is? I don't actually know. I just, I didn't even look actually at the tag. I'll have to get back to you on that. Um, I don't know. I just got it from Babushka Ballerina. So they stock yeah. some beautiful brands. So if any brides out there are wanting a dress and wanting something a bit different because I, I am, I'm not your typical traditional person. I'm very quirky and I'm very my own person. I don't follow trends. I don't look at read Vogue and follow trends. And no, I don't even know what's cool at the moment, really. I just, I wear my clothes from 1999. But yeah, Babushka Ballerina, they have such a different array of different things, like two pieces, like they have skirts and tops and oh, it's just, it's just amazing. Does that mean (laughs) that you possibly may not be wearing white on your big day? I'm wearing white. I'm wearing white. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> yeah. And so is it just one dress or are we talking multiple? Because I, no, I it seems to be a thing that people are going multiple. I'm just wearing the one. It's just, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, my life is all about easy, 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 yeah. easy. And to me, a costume change is not easy. Yeah, I'm with no. you there. I'm so with you there. <laughs> and if you found the one and you love it that much, like why take it off, right? Wear it the whole night. Get as much time as you can in that dress. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if we don't end up having our dream wedding that we planned, I'm wearing this dress around the Gold Coast. I'm I'm going on a pub crawl in a dress. I don't care. I'm showing it off to anyone who is willing to walk. Perfect. <laughs> okay. So what about um, for your guests? Do you have a dress code or a theme or a style uh, for the for the day? So I wrote on the invites dress fabulously in, in, and then in brackets, black tie, but I never discussed this with, with Nick. So um, <laughs> I, I love that. I just decided it was like, I just wanted everyone to look as great as me. Um, <laughs> um, so Nick was like, hey, babe, what's the dress code? And um, I was like, it's black tie. And he's like, he's like, what? And he was talking to one of his dad's friends, like, like who doesn't even own a suit. And um, and he's like, what, what, what the f's black tie? And I was like, oh, it's like extremely formal. It's black tie, like James Bond. Think James Bond. And he's like, what, what? And um, he was like. No, it's not. No, it's not. And then he got on the phone. He's like, it's casual, mate. Don't worry about it. Don't just ignore the invite. So I don't know what people are going to wear. 
I'm going to have a mixed array of outfits. What the fuck did you do that for? Why, why, why did you do black tie? And I was like, well, I don't know. You weren't really helping me, so I just made a decision. <laughs> I love that half the guests will be in tuxes or dinner suits and then Nick will probably be like without a tie, just like chinos. And what about for the day? What about for the day itself? You you mentioned that um you've decided to switch for like bright, beautiful, like spring like colours and stuff. What what kind of vibe or style or theme? Ah, there's Nick. (laughs) (laughs) Nick's just popped up in the video. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we're doing a podcast, babe. We're talking about well, I just explained to them how you didn't know that the wedding was a black tie and then you told all your guests just to wear whatever. Isn't that it? Yeah, yeah, isn't that it? Yeah. <laughs> just goes to show how chilled you are as a couple. I love that so much. This is going to be such a fun wedding. <laughs> Thanks for popping by, Nick. It was good to see him. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so we've spoken a little bit about the styling, like beautiful, big, bright colours and your flower, florals and, and glitter and stuff. What kind of like theme or style are you leaning towards for, for the day, like in terms of, of the styling? So the styling, I've got um, a girl helping me. So she does events and she's been helping me with the styling and the signage and everything. So it has changed a lot from the first plans, but yeah, we're changing it to white with pops of like pastel colors. Um, so it's mainly going to be very, it's pops of color. That's, that's the look I'm going for. And I don't care how mm-hmm. we get the pops of color, but we're getting pops of color somehow. Um, but I'm pretty relaxed. I've just said to her, oh, champagne and confetti champagne and confetti events and then she has a confetti gift code which make like personalized things so she's been amazing like she's been incredible ash so she does she has all everything in her warehouse where she does like cutouts of um in perspex and create signage and and all of that stuff so she's like I can do anything for you last minute so it's all a very last minute job but I've explained to her what I want and um she's gonna set it up on the day I just said I'm look I'm gonna have the florist there and you work together and I know I know you do good so just do it I don't really care as long as I have the pops of color she's like yep done amazing so good so then if you, your wedding planner sounds like she's just been a huge help. What about your other chosen suppliers? Is there any others, your florist? Do you want to give any of them a shout out? Yes. Yeah, so my florist, um, it's actually, I'm getting my florals as a gift um, from my beautiful friend, Sonia Driver, who owns Ecotan, who I've been working with for, for years now. And um, we've become really close. So she recommended her friend, Lei, who is this Hawaiian lady. She doesn't do it full time, but she's a florist part time. Mm-hmm. And she just does. She has being from Hawaii, she has this incredible knowledge about flowers. Like they're very in touch with their florals over there. And she now lives here and she and I've just been, because I don't know anything about flowers, so I'll just go, look, I want this, this, this colour and she'll just show me all these different flowers and I'll be like, yep, 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 that's what mm-hmm. I want. You just surprise me on the day, just do it. Mm, oh, you're such a green bride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm very like just. I just trust everyone's going to do a great job. Um, are you are you wanting sort of like that wow moment? I know there's lots of like, you know, people think about Instagram moments, like a floral wall or a floral, floral installation somewhere. Is- uh, the florals are going to be next level amazing. So um, we're going to try and like entwine some like little LED lights through them as well for the night. So it's like they all light up. 
good. And then I'm just like, chuck glitter everywhere. Just glitter everywhere, please. Um, uh, <laughs> I sort of think you're shine. So tacky, but I, I'm all about the glitter. Um, yeah, I think the flows, it's the venue though. The venue where the venue is incredible where we are. It's like acreages, like it's just all just green it's on a creek it's so it's just stunning like you can't beat the venue it's it's amazing so the setup's pretty much the wow fact or the food the food so we've got catering from um we're getting the catering done from mumu's um mumu's bar and grill is like this like pretty famous restaurant up here they specialize in steak and they're like next level gourmet so the food's going to be a wow obviously we're going to choose great booze because which is that's awesome, what we yeah. do um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, signature cocktails do you have any like signature cocktails or a drink of yeah. choice we are. We've got the Pav and the Shep. So um, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so the Pav, the Pav is like like my ideal cocktail, and the sh- cocktail and the Shep is his ideal cocktail. And then we've got espresso martinis coming out later, and oh. um, we've got like a little few like caravan, like a drinks caravan. Um, oh, cool! Set up. I'm trying to think of all the suppliers' names from the top of my head, but I'm I just get a bit lost because I I've I forgot all of the details since the first wedding, and then I forgot them. So when I was trying to get in touch with everyone, I was like, I don't even actually know who's doing anything anymore. <laughs> again, I forgot everything. Um, so is it like food trucks, or is it going to be like shared plates or no. alternate plates? Grazing grazing platters in the middle of the table. So. Mm-hmm. Um, like Beautiful. like big plates of food in front of everyone so they can choose a selection. I'm not into the alternate jobs. I get so jealous of everyone else at the table because I want to try everything. So I want <laughs> everyone to be able to try everything. Yeah. Yum. And then no one walks away hungry either because everyone can just eat as much as they want. Exactly, exactly. I've so got um, my a girl, a local girl doing the cake. She's from Brisbane. Her um, her name's Steph. She runs Little Sprinkle Co. Um, I always get cupcakes from her. They're just divine, so, so good. But, again, I was like, I've tried your cakes. I'm getting you to do my cake. Just make it. <laughs> make it look pretty simple basic whatever we'll stick a little we'll stick a little name thing in there like a congrats thing or whatever and I just want people to enjoy the taste of it and then what about your um, makeup artist and hairstylist were they easy to choose yeah easy so the girl who does my brows Byron she's also a makeup artist she has her business up here called House of Glamour and um, she does my makeup for all events like she is incredible at what she does every time she does my makeup I feel like I feel like an angel. <laughs> um, so she's, I just said, can you do my makeup for the wedding? She's like, yep, done. And I said, do you know any hair people? And she's like, yep, I'll organize that for you. She just organized that for me. I didn't really care. My hair's the last of my worries because it's just, it's, I just, I, it's always up anyway. I was like, it's probably just going to be up again. So whatever. I don't really care. My hair's my hair, but makeup. Yeah, yeah, and I just trust. Like a hairdresser can do hair. I went and did my hair and makeup trial the other day, and it was amazing. And um, yeah. I did put in on weight over COVID, so I was worried I wasn't going to fit the dress. But um, I fit it, which is great. So I tried it all on together, and I it made me so excited for the wedding. And then yeah. the bloody borders closed, and I was like, damn it. But whatever, you know. <laughs> At least for a live, right? A hundred percent. 
So then I know you talked about a few little personalized touches you're doing. So the stubby holders are making a comeback and you've got the glitter. Like, are there any other personalized elements that are just so unique that you're going to be adding into the day? So I'm getting my invitations made from One Mimosa, please. I don't know if you've seen them before, but they do incredible, incredible invitations. So um, our invitations are layered with like um, different colors, uh, pastel colors, and it's like an just it's like imagine a rainbow so at the top you can see the heading Mm -hmm. of each thing so it'll be like RSVP and then okay new plan it says okay new plan. Um, but they also do um, coasters so instead of name tags we're doing coaster name tags so I'm going to pop the coasters down and they'll have each person's names on them and they'll again be in pastel colors so the coasters are something that they can take home and if and if they don't come to the wedding we're just going to send the coasters out with the stubby holders in the mail to each to each guest household and um, mm. I think um, if we do get married, I'm going to try and make a Instagram where we can go live on just so our family and friends can tune in and watch it. So, oh, great um, idea. That's so a great idea. It's, it's so COVID-19, isn't it? It's so COVID. It is. <laughs> <laughs> so 2020. <laughs> um, yeah, so then they can tune in and, and they can use all of the stuff from their home and then I'm hoping that maybe they can send us videos and still wear what they were planning to wear. And, yes. Um, yeah, um, we've got little mini candles as well, which, you know, I feel like everyone does, but you can't, it's not a wedding without a candle gift, is it? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my my maid of honour actually has a candle company. Yeah, so they're called Anchor & Co and they're going to do the candles for me. Um, I just selected yeah. what, what little jar I want. Um, and, yeah, so the stubby holders, the coasters, the personalised coasters and the candles. God, um, you've done so know. much. I'm really about spoiling the guests. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want it to be a day they remember as well. Yeah, let's just yeah. say the budget really got, mm, yeah. <laughs> it always well, does. It, it always does though, don't worry. <laughs> and so um, what about on the night itself? Have you and Nick planned any surprises or anything, um, mm. you know, crazy? <laughs> I just feel like you, you were <laughs> someone that would do something, I don't know, like a a jumping castle or something wild <laughs> just like for fun <laughs> we have been planning a little a little something um but yeah that's a bit of a surprise just oh. something we've been working on um Sonia my friend Sonia did suggest we get some um parrots her friend owns um parrots that you can hold on your arms why don't we get some birds so people can hold birds but I was like I think that's a bit overboard Sonia <laughs> um, what moment in the actual wedding are you looking forward to the most I'm I I'm looking forward to walking down the aisle um yeah. the most that's and and the music so the 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 lady we have Sarah Archer is incredible and we've just chosen some really some songs that aren't necessarily traditional songs but that you know more dance songs that she's making into um you know acoustic songs which will be amazing um like we have yeah I'll keep that surprise actually I could so I'm such an open book I could give so much away but just Um, sung acoustically so she's does she have a guitar or just her vocals she has a guitar she's like a an amazing musician Sarah Archer Instagram her yeah beautiful all right so then finally what are your top tips for any brides that are starting their wedding planning journey okay don't overthink it 
just do you do whatever you want don't listen to anyone don't don't follow the trends just do what you want to do do what is special to you and don't always want the best of the best of the best just if it makes you happy do it yeah, I agree. Yeah, great advice. such good advice. Tara, you've been such a joy to talk with. Um, thank you so, so much for your time. And, uh, you know, we really feel for you because it's been such a challenge this past year, as it has been with so many brides. But we really appreciate your insight and your honesty. Oh, who's this gorgeous? Is this a flower girl to me? This is a flower girl. Ruby, can you say hello? Hello. Hi, Ruby. This is my flower girl, Ruby. This is Nick's niece. So she'll oh, be our beautiful. flower girl. We've had our flower girl try-ons, haven't we? The dresses, flowing, throwing the flowers. Oh, yeah. Wow, yeah. can't wait to see it. Yeah, <laughs> I, love. I love the visitors we've had throughout this chat. It's been I awesome. Know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we've, we're crossing absolutely everything for you that we that we you do get your dream day at the end of September and Thank praying you. and hoping that it, that it comes true. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Pleasure. Thank you for coming on. You're welcome. (laughs) Bye. Oh, we seriously could have spoken to Tara for hours. What a gorgeous person and such a fun chat. And Ali, we have everything crossed. Their wedding goes ahead as planned. Yeah, we sure do. And for more on this episode or any of our previous episodes, head to wedbooker.com and check out our podcast blog. And if you're in the middle of planning your wedding and have any questions, make sure you hit me up on Instagram at wedbooker or wedbooker.com. Thanks so much for listening, guys. We'll be back next week with some advice for those who are over COVID ruining your wedding day and are instead planning to elope. So make sure you tune in for that one. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Wedding Digest. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes. And if you love what you hear, feel free to leave us a review. If you want to find out more about any of our featured guests or suppliers mentioned, just head to wedbooker.com. You'll find a detailed blog post on each episode.